It's great to be back with you. Thanks for joining me. I'm Ken Brodkin, and this is the Jewish Growth Podcast. Have you ever had a moment in your life when you felt the hand of God moving you? Before my family relocated here to Portland in 2005, the most important thing to my wife and to me was for us to be as close to the shoal as possible. And so we immediately bought a home on 45th Avenue, a quarter mile from the site where we were planning to build Congregation Kasser Israel. And when the, plan, the shoal plans changed, Kasser bought our current building and my family found ourselves a mile downhill from the shoal. But my wife and myself still had that hope of living right next to Kasser. And we tried on a number of occasions to pull this move off, and nothing panned out. And then suddenly, 10 years after moving in the summer of 2015, a number of fortuitous events occurred, from a financing opportunity to the city offering to do some needed work for our old property to finding just the right fit. My family was suddenly able to get a house just a quarter mile from the shoal. And when this transpired, I couldn't believe it was finally happening. It felt like a tiny bit of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, our our own exodus, to get out of our own old house and into a place where we could easily have guests. And my wife could make it to Shul after spending so many years in a more isolated area. It took so much just for our family to get up the hill. Just think what it takes to move the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. It is remarkable how much we need the will of God to move us forward in life. Even every small wiggle of our fingers and toes requires the will of Hashem. So much of our Jewish lives are built around Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, from Friday night Kiddush to dwelling in Sukkot to reciting Shema, never mind Pesach itself, Jewish consciousness is built around this historical event of the Exodus. But what is this Exodus mindset all about? The Torah considers the Exodus to be the foundation of all miracles. We meditate on this nace, this miracle, in the moments before the silent Amida every day when we daven, as we recall the splitting of the sea. For the entire month of Nisan, all of Pesach and beyond, we consider this great miracle of the Exodus. Now, in modern times, it's become more common to think about the Exodus in a personalized manner. A number of Jewish psychological works remark on the idea of every Jew coming out of their own Mitzrayim. But is this idea that we each have our own personal exodus really true? The exodus from Egypt is not necessarily the most astounding miracle. Broken into all of its small components, it could be thought of as a culmination of many natural events. What is it about the exodus that warrants our consistent focus and What is this Exodus mindset, not only as a Jewish people, but as a Jewish individual? The Midrash, remarking on two pivotal verses in Devarim chapter 4, contains a fascinating insight that will deepen our perspective on this important moment in history. In those two verses in Devarim 4, the Torah first teaches us, God took Israel out of the iron furnace. And then the Torah teaches us that God extracted Israel, goy mikarav goy, one nation from amidst another nation. And the Midrash elaborates on the perspective in these two verses. Listen to the words of the Midrash. Midrash says, Just like the goldsmith reaches his hand in and extracts the gold from the furnace, 
so too the Holy One, blessed be he, extracts Israel from Egypt. And just like the fetus is placed within the womb of the animal and the shepherd reaches his hand in and extracts it, so too Hashem was raised up to extract one nation from amidst another nation. Now this is fascinating. The Jewish people were like gold within a furnace and like a fetus within the womb of its mother. Both of these entities, gold and a fetus, are of extreme value. And in both of these scenarios, there's a great challenge in extracting them. But as the Maharal explains, the challenge is different in each of these cases. In the case of the gold, there's a blazing fire between the goldsmith and the gold. And in the case of the animal, the fetus is a literal part of its mother absorbed within her innards. So too it was within, for the Jewish people in Egypt. On the one hand, there was that fire of Mitzrayim. Egypt was acting upon Israel, subjugating us with the fire of servitude. There was like a blazing flame surrounding us. And at the same time, much like the fetus and its mother, the Jewish people were totally absorbed, assimilated within Mitzrayim. And so God took us out of there with a Yad Chazaka, a strong hand that bore the fire, and a Zroa Natuya, an outstretched arm that reached into the innards of the animal. The Yad Hashem, the, the hand of God, was strong enough to bear the flames of the fire of Egypt. And his outstretched arm was outstretched enough to reach within a place in which we were absorbed. And so when we think about Israel and Egypt, there's really two major factors. On the one hand, there was this great force enslaving us, acting upon the Jewish people from without. As the verse states, Hashem took you out of the iron furnace to be unto him a nation on inheritance. On the other hand, the Jewish people themselves were immersed, assimilated in Egyptian society. With regards to this, the verse remarks, God was raised up to come and extract one nation from amidst another nation. And so the Exodus is not just a bunch of miracles. The heart of it is that the Jewish people are both subjugated and assimilated in a foreign world. There's no way we ever should have gotten out. And yet, that's exactly what happened. And this truth carries through so much of Jewish history. This past Tisha B'Av here at Kesser Israel, we watched a movie depicting the story of the Russian Jews in the Soviet Union. Just like in Egypt, these Jews were acted upon by the fires of Stalin and other evil people. And the Jews themselves were also assimilated and absorbed within the USSR. There is no way that so many Torah Jews ever should have walked out upright from that situation. And yet, this is exactly what happened. As the Haggadah remarks, Behold door vador, in each and every generation, our enemies rise against us to destroy us, and Hashem saves us from their hand. The events of the Gu'ula, the redemption, took place on a national level. And we carry the events with us on Pesach and throughout the year as part of our national consciousness. And yet this movement all began with one single individual, Avraham Avinu. 
the Ramban, Nachmanides, writes that everything we're taught about the patriarchs is masa avos simon labanim. In other words, the events of the lives of the patriarchs were a sign and a precursor as to what will happen in the national life of the Jewish people. More specifically, the Maharal in chapter 5 of Gvuros Hashem demonstrates that the Exodus first happened to that one individual, Avraham, as it says, Ani Hashem asher orkazdim l'arishta. I am Hashem who has attra- extracted you from Or Kazdim to give this land unto you as an inheritance. The Maral explains that there's a big similarity between Avraham and the Jewish people who came from him. Just like Israel were immersed in a corrupt Egyptian society, so too Avraham was immersed in the idolatrous society of Ur. And just like Hashem appeared to the Jewish people while we were in Egypt, so too Hashem appeared to Avraham in Ur Kazdim. The Jewish people were the offspring of Avraham, and every Jew is a branch that comes from Avraham's tree, as the Ramchal puts it so beautifully in the Derech Hashem. We might think of Avraham leaving Ur Kazdim as a natural event. And sure, we'll say God called to Avraham, but it was a story of a man who picked up his life and he moved from one place to the next. That's not so crazy. And yet, the verse tells us otherwise. I am Hashem who has taken you out of Or Kazdim to give this land unto you as an inheritance. The Haggadah also reflects the sentiment, quoting a verse from Yehoshua which says, I took your father, Avraham, from the other side of the river, and I led him through all of this land. How was it that Avraham was able to leave Or Kazdim? The answer is that it's because Hashem took him out, and only because God took him out. And what is true in the life of Avraham is true in the life of every single individual Jew. Ten years after purchasing our home on 45th Avenue down the hill, We went to sell the house so we could make our move. We had difficulty finding a buyer, and finally someone made an offer. And the buyer was actually out of town when he made the offer. He had not seen the place in person. And subsequently, the buyer came to see, and I happened to be at the house uh, passing through when a part of the time the potential buyer was coming to inspect. And I remember seeing him standing outside the house, literally shaking his head. And I knew that the sale was not going to go through. Well, the deal fell through. I felt devastated. We just couldn't manage to sell that house. But with God's help, we were able to hold on to it and rent it out. And what I saw in the situation is that with all good intentions we may have in life and the best efforts, there is also the will of God. That was the truth in Avram's life. I am Hashem who took you out of Orkazdim. It was also the truth of the Exodus as the world saw that only because of the hand of God did the Jewish people leave servitude. On Pesach, we immerse ourselves in this truth, but it really does apply to the whole year, to our lives as individual Jews. We need our own own Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, our own Exodus. We find ourselves in so many situations we need to get out of. It may be an addiction or just a bad habit or a job that we're in. 
This past week, I was talking with a married couple who are struggling very deeply in their relationship, and yet they want to move things forward. We all have our own narrow place. What the Maharal teaches us is that the Exodus was not just a national phenomenon. The Exodus happened to Avram, our father, before it happened to us. And we, in our own lives, are a reflection of Avraham. I've seen this in my personal life, in our communal life on many levels. We may want something to happen. We might have all the good reasons to want it and make good, solid efforts. And yet, without God's will, it will never come to pass. There were projects we wanted here in the community, worked hard, had good reasons to advance. When the will of God was with us, all the hard work was just overwhelmed by the fact that Hashem opened the doors, like our launching Mayan Torah Day School here. On the other hand, there were good faith efforts for plans that changed or didn't come to fruition. It's just like God told Avraham, I am Hashem who took you out of Or Kazdim. We need the will of God for our exodus to occur. This is an idea that we take from Pesach and carry forward every day. When we consider this concept of the exodus, there's an important lesson for us to remember as servants of Hashem. We all see things that we want to achieve, steps we want to take. It might be making Aliyah to Israel or getting into a certain school or achieving something at work. Make those efforts and strive to go forward in your life. But remember this. If you make that effort and Hashem opens the door for you, then the impossible can happen. On the other hand, if God does not open the door, we're never going to walk through. And that could actually relieve some stress because it's not all up to us. And this mindset can also inspire us to daven and to live with faith. After all, we recall the Exodus every day in Shachris and Mariv. And as we recall the Geula, the redemption that happened for the Jewish people, remember this. Pray, daven to Hashem in your personal aspirations and make your best efforts. When the door opens and you take those steps, Hashem is saying to you, like he said to Avraham, Ani Hashem kazdim. I am Hashem who has taken you out of Or Kazdim. Thanks for being with me. I'm Ken Brodkin, and this is the Jewish Growth Podcast.